Future Bound with Clavnus Combination Carriers. I'm Daniel Middleton, and I'm joined in the studio here today by Martin Prokash. Welcome, Martin. Thank you very much, Daniel. It's good to have you with us. And you've been with Clavnus for how long? Maybe you can tell us a bit, a bit about yourself. Yes, um, I've been with Clavnus a little bit more than two years, or actually worked as a consultant for Clavnus before that as well, but, mm. but uh, as, a, as an employee here for a little bit more than two years. Um, I started as the head of strategy and investments, uh, and as part of that, we worked on the new strategy for for the company. And then uh, last year, in the beginning of last year, we founded Zero Lab, where I work today. So I was part of setting up uh, that unit together with some of, some of my colleagues here in Clubhouse. Mm, yeah. So you were basically co-architect. Yes. Of Zero Lab. Maybe you can give us a bit of a blurb in your own words about Zero Lab. Or, sure. Or what do you do over there? Sure. Yeah, no, so first of all, uh, decarbonization is, is one of the three main pillars in, in the strategy of, of uh, Dover Clavinus. Uh, make seaborne supply chains uh, resilient, decarbonized, and cost-effective. Yes. Um, and as part of that strategy, we set up ZeroLab. Um, and I always say that ZeroLab is not the or the sustainability department of, of Clavinus. It, it's rather a unit looking at, okay, what can we do for our customers? What new products and services can we develop for our customers mm. that are related to decarbonization? Yeah, and I think that's an important point you mentioned, actually, that you, you're a bit of, bit of both as well, though, right? You are supporting Clavinus uh, yes, as yes, well with yes. our decarbonization initiatives and goals, but you are also a, uh, a commercial entity, really, in yes. your own right, yes. offering a solution. Absolutely. And as you say, yes, our, the other goals of this unit is to raise the competence in the group around decarbonization and also enable our existing business units to deliver new services related to, to uh, decarbonization, mm. uh, whether it's Clavus Digital, KCC, or, or, or the chartering department. And you have, um, you have actually made some good advancements on that front recently. I'll, uh, I'll give you some credit here. Yeah. You announced the new customer. Uh, recently, yes, yes, uh, which was CBH. CBH, yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. there's a there's a press article as well, and and then they are very happy about the solution we have developed for them. Uh, and we have uh, several other customers as well on this emission monitoring uh, uh, product. Uh, mm. It's it's a uh, it can both be an add-on to our cargo value product that Cloudless Digital is offering, but we are also offering it as as a standalone solutions solution yeah. for for customers to really track uh, their emissions from their seaborne uh, supply chains. And I think that's uh, that's worth mentioning as well, how we're kind of complementing the whole package here for some of the KCC's customers who are, of course, using this for the freight, yep. uh, using Zero Lab uh, towards understanding yes. uh, their emission, shipping emissions, and then the digital arm through through Clubless Digital. Uh, but before we dig into the, the reason I brought you here today, mm -hmm. Martin, I have to just put you on the spot for a second because... Um, by the time some of our listeners get to this episode, you will no longer be with us, unfortunately. Yes. So I just have to to just ask you to say a couple of words on that, uh, yep. so we don't skate around the issue. Of course, yes. No, before I I joined Cloudness, I worked for a consulting company called Cardo Partners, and I will actually go back to that company now. I, I got the opportunity to join as managing partner there, um, and this is a company working a lot with shipping uh, and decarbonization as well. So I will be working on Similar topics mm. as I do now, but for a little bit of a wider, wider uh, part of the of just not not only shipping but also other industries. Mm. 
that's uh, sounds like an exciting move, and uh, we'll miss you for sure. And yes. we need to make the most of you <laughs> before yeah. you go. So um, who knows? Maybe we'll get you back into the studio one day from, from another role. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the reason I brought you here today. So yeah. you, um, one of the one of the initiatives through Zero Lab was this decarbonization academy. Which uh, we set up with you, I'd say, eighteen months ago. Yes, yeah, around that time. And uh, this has been in a yeah, really a, a program that that we've owned from Glavnus. Um, I don't know. We are unique in this field with such an academy. Maybe we'll go into that. Um, part of that uh, project has been lifting the competence, the decarbonisation competence, throughout the organisation, and that's really helped the people in Clavenus with how we deal with customers here at uh, KCC and uh, from all aspects, whether we're working commercial, technical, mm. or, uh, or any types of role. Yeah. So that's what I really wanted to, to go in uh, with you today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought we could kind of frame it around this, this success story approach where we look at the challenge, the solution, and the outcome. So if we start at the beginning and we look at, yeah, what is it? <laughs> Why is it? Yeah. Where, where did it come from? What was the, what was the rationale to, to develop the academy? Yeah, no, so, so first of all, um, like, although shipping is, is the most energy efficient way to transport um, goods uh, by far, um, it, it also stands for a quite large share of, mm. of the greenhouse gas emissions, around 3% of global greenhouse gas emissions. So. So we as a company within shipping and also a company having decarbonization as one of the key pillars uh, of, our in, uh, of, of our strategy, uh, we wanted to raise the competence in the whole company uh, on this topic. It, it cannot just be a selected few experts or, or one unit within mm-hmm. Cloudness working with decarbonization. This is something that, that, uh, that affects everyone, at least eventually. Uh, and it's something that, that we want all our employees to be able to discuss uh, uh, with with other employees, with customers, with their own family, and and anyone who's who's wanting to discuss shipping and and, and the challenge of, of decarbonization. So so that's why we we really set uh, started with putting together a quite comprehensive uh, learning program called decarbonization by Cloudness Academy, uh, and it's it's really about uh, raising everyone's knowledge uh, on this up to a certain level, and also giving those that want to go even deeper. Uh, the opportunity to, to go deep in selected uh, topics. So, so it's something for everyone. Uh, all, all the all the onshore employees of, of Cloudness have gone through it. Um, and and I, th- I think in this case we are fairly unique. I haven't seen other companies uh, rolling out such an extensive training program for every single employee. Mm. Yeah, and that's um, something I want to go into. I mean, it's quite an ambition, every single employee. <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course, uh, the there's a lot of stuff that happens uh, in this company, so um, maybe you can tell us a bit more of how you kind of framed this so that it makes sense for every single employee. Yeah. Um, of course, the people who are exposed to customers every day, mm-hmm. talking about this every day, it makes sense. Um, but if we look at someone working in admin and finance, for example, yeah. you know, is it as valuable for them uh, as as the others? Um. Of course, it will be more valuable to some than, than others, but, but we start, uh, with the whole uh, learning program starts with, with what we call the foundation uh, learning path. 
And and that foundation learning path path doesn't assume that you know anything. It it does assume that you basically don't know anything about about the uh, about the organization. Mm. So so it starts very basic. Uh, just what what is climate change and uh, uh, how how much does shipping contribute to global uh, greenhouse gas emissions? Which segments of shipping uh, do that and so on. So it's quite a lot of general knowledge which is relevant for for almost anyone. Uh, before then going down into Okay, why is it challenging to decarbonize shipping? Why is it more difficult to decarbonize uh, deep sea shipping than, than for example, uh, the cars we drive, uh, which we can we can do electrification of that of those cars. Um, and and so so I think I think even though you, if you work in an admin, this is these are questions that that you either ask yourself or or other people that know you work in shipping will ask you. Hey, but you work in shipping. How how do you how do you deal with all the all the all the emissions from from these big ships and so on. so so yeah it's and then of course the la- the more you progress the more detailed it will be it will be more about uh, how are our customers affected uh, how do they uh, approach this challenge what are the potential solutions and so on um, so it, it's there's something there for everyone I believe yeah and uh, I think you know the more the more passionate people are about their work the more yeah. passionate they are towards our strategic. Uh, Mission, yes. which, as you say, is to make seaborne supply chains uh, resilient, decarbonized, and cost-effective. Yes. Uh, so maybe you can you can talk a little bit about the the kind of the, the execution method. How have you delivered this? Yeah. And um, you know what's expected of uh, people mm-hmm. in, in the organization to to commit to this program? Yeah. So it's it's an online based uh, program. Um, it's it's a mix of. Uh, uh, YouTube videos uh, and uh, custom-made presentations, where where I and all the colleagues have, have recorded uh, PowerPoint presentations uh, and so on, uh, and also some articles that that the users have to uh, have to read themselves and so on. And then every now and then there is a quiz, uh, and and if you don't pass it, actually it needs to be reactivated by someone else. So there is some pressure on on on, on, mm. the, on the students that are going through this. Um, but it's quite, quite comprehensive. It takes the foundation course, which is only the first out of five modules. It, it takes can take up to seven hours to complete. Um, but it's broken down into into smaller modules, so so people can, if they have an hour and half an hour here, they they can they can progress, uh, and then they have a quiz, and then they maybe wait with mm. the next part for for another day. Within uh, within a deadline. Within a deadline, we yeah. we gave the uh, I think it was uh, for the foundation we gave. Was it almost two months or something for people to complete? And and there, I think there was only very few that didn't complete within time. But all those have later uh, completed it. Um, and part of this is that, that we also we encourage people to to use uh, part of their their um, their working hours to complete these courses. This is not something we expect them to to spend their their weekends on or or their their evenings on. This is something that is part of their work. It's relevant for their work, and, and they can spend working hours on, on, on these training modules. Yeah, and yeah, I, as someone that went through it uh, myself as well, I can I can vouch for that. It was possible within working hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, I want to really talk a little bit about the the lifetime of this, or yeah. the lifetime guarantee of this knowledge, <clears throat> because um, you know things change. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'll know better than anyone. Things can change quickly, and how? Yeah, what's the lifetime guarantee of this knowledge, and and how do you kind of keep up with it so people stay relevant and, and up to date with, with with what's happening? 
So, of course, we hope that we have spurred uh, some kind of a interest among many of our employees around this topic. So, so, and if you start looking for it, you can see that uh, everyone writes about this these days. Uh, it's just uh, you helped me pull the statistics on on uh, on uh, shipping emissions and and scope three mentionings in, in media and so on. You can just see that this has exploded. Yeah. So, exactly. so just by by being a little bit curious about the topic, you can you can pick up a lot more uh, and keep updated on on. But um, we also are rolling out more uh, learning path. Uh, we have rolled out uh, a learning path called uh, regulatory and frameworks, which goes much deeper into uh, into uh, EU and IMO regulations on shipping, uh, upcoming not only the ones that are already rolled out, and and other frameworks such as the Sea Cargo Charter or the EU taxonomy and so on. So so and 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 we plan to roll out several more. So so. And every time when we make these modules, of course, we look at, okay, are the things that are new, are the things that are, have changed? And we will address these things in those uh, modules. So, so if, uh, for example, we're currently working on a module on, on alternative fuels. Mm. This is a topic that was addressed uh, in, the, in the foundation course. Um, and back then, there was not that much discussion around uh, methanol yet. But after Maersk went ahead, orders of methanol vessels and, and methanol has become a little bit more of a hot topic. We need to go deeper into that uh, in, in this module and, and really compare, okay, uh, why does ammonia still make sense, uh, even though a lot of people are talking about methanol and so on. And who is delivering the knowledge? Where does the knowledge come from? I know you've been a um, key architect on this program. Yep. Who else uh, contributes? Yeah, so f f for the for the foundation course, of course, we... we, we Whatever we could find uh, finished videos material for, we, we use that, and then we have to fill in the gaps uh, of our, on our own. But now that we, for example, go very deep in the alternative fuels, uh, we uh, have gotten, for example, uh, Elizabeth Lindstad from Sintef to, to record some videos for us. Mm. Uh, so we really try to pull in the, the experts on these fields yeah. and not only uh, uh, create everything ourselves. And then, yeah, if we look a little bit about, about the outcome, you know the the success of this thing. Uh, one thing I, uh, that just sprung to mind actually is I know when we when we when people started to complete this thing, they started to put it on their LinkedIn. Yeah, and that I think generated some some traction. So yeah, tell us a little bit about, more about that. I think then you yeah. you started rolling it out externally. Yeah, because it, it was we created this small certificate. Uh, Signed by by uh, our CEO and, and myself uh, for those that had completed the foundation course and, and as you said people put, started putting those on, on LinkedIn and then actually people thought okay how can I get access to this I don't work for Cloudnet but I am interesting in, interested in in decarbonization uh, I work in shipping uh, or maybe I'm a customer of of, uh, of the shipping sector so so we got those requests and and although we don't plan to roll this out as as any as a commercial solution. We have given external uh, users access uh, to the same uh, learning program, and also through them gotten feedback on on what we can improve uh, as well. And uh, although these are this course is tailored to Clavenus, uh, most of the the videos and topics they, they they are applicable to to all the other parts of our industry. But you haven't made a commercial offering. No, and 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 we don't really plan to do so uh, either. Uh, but it's it's something that we're happy to to give away for free because I think raising the the knowledge around decarbonization uh, uh, will benefit us as a company as well. Uh, yeah. KCC uh, 
uh, it's, it's the most in like carbon effective way of uh, transporting uh, bulk commodities uh, so the more people that are aware of that and and uh, the, the better for for KCC. so so this is an, this is I think a win-win for everyone yeah that's good and that kind of brings me to the next topic because yeah it's gone well people are happy yeah. people like it people yeah. saying it's a good thing but what does it mean? What's the what's the outcome? You know, what benefits have we seen, and, and can we even attribute benefits uh, towards our customers as a result of imp- improved competence that people have on this topic? Yeah, I, I think uh, at least as far as I know, people are they they are more comfortable discussing decarbonization uh, mm. with uh, with the colleagues and, and customers and, and so on. So, so we definitely have raised the the competence level uh, in the group around this. Um, uh, of course, n- now and then I, I still come across uh, examples where oh, this is actually covered in the foundation course. Uh, so it's not, and and people still haven't really uh, grasped 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 it, it or something. Uh, but but uh, I think that's that's just something that we have to accept that uh, yeah, you go exactly. through a course and and uh, yeah, how much do you remember from the university? You know, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> but but hopefully. Yeah. At least, uh, it whenever there's a new topic coming up, they will it will uh, it will light some light yeah. in their, uh, inside their heads, and then at least they will know where to look uh, to to refresh uh, whatever they need to refresh. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that's a good thing. And I think now we're the world is opened back up. We're traveling more. We're yeah. meeting customers again. People are attending conferences again. It's mm-hmm. natural they're going to yeah. go into these conversations. Yes. Yeah. And I. I Personally, I've had a quite big advantage from 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 actually creating this material as well because I, I always, whenever someone asks me about something, then I always have somewhere I can just pull out a slide or a video or something around that topic. Yeah. Because I thought I know I knew a lot about decarbonization uh, going into this. I have a background in power systems engineering and a lot of, I know a lot about power and, and and electric motors and batteries and these things. But but creating a course like this required a lot of uh, digging and refreshing of, of that knowledge as well. Uh, so but now I have uh, this repository of of, uh, of slides and videos and uh, things I can just pull from whenever there is, there is a question arising. Yes, perfect. And if we tie it back into the strategy, um, that this was part of the you know, the strategic ambition uh, yeah. at the time and. and when we, you look at the the outcome for you, has it exceeded your expectations? Has it met the initial goals of the project? I think we have met uh, the goals. Yes, uh, that, that I'm sure of. Um, it uh, it 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 uh, was more difficult actually to put together than I expected. So it takes <laughs> yeah. a lot of time uh, creating yeah. these these uh, these uh, programs, and that's that's also why it takes time bringing out the new the new models on it. But on the other hand. When we when we uh, the, the the industry also progresses in the same time, and as we talked about earlier, if we would have completed everything last year, maybe it would have been partly outdated already. Now yeah, that we are exactly. bringing new uh, modules on, it, it will stay relevant uh, longer. Uh, and uh, I, I I think the organization wants more now, and that's that's in itself uh, an uh, uh, like indication of, of success here. That it's not something that that uh, that they all. Uh, not another course. It's rather the opposite. Like, okay, when does the next module come out? Good, and we'll get that before you leave. I hope. Yes, yes. Yeah. At least the fuel, the fuel, turn to fuel one, uh, and then we have people at in, in KSM working a lot on the energy efficiency module as well. So there are a lot of uh, interesting things to come. So I think that's a you know, that's a really good overview that you've given us of the Decarbonization Academy and sort of the why. I know we mention it on our website, but people maybe. 
it's under our careers portal, so maybe people have seen it and been curious. And, and it's, yeah, it's it's really building up us um, in terms of our personal development, but our professional development and what we're giving back to the market, giving back to our customers. At this point, I'll, I'll wrap it up then with you, Martin. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been good to have you with us mm-hmm. to, to talk about this. Before you, before you go, though, tell us what's next at Zero Lab besides this. Anything uh, exciting on the horizon you can you can tease us with? Yeah. Also, so now that we have gotten very good traction on the emission monitoring product with with several customers, I think this is something that that uh, that uh, we will focus even more on uh, going forward. But then, then it's really about that will solve the understanding of the emissions, uh, measuring the emissions, estimating the emissions. But then the next step is about reducing emissions. So, so we have just started the journey here, uh, and, and together with our customers, we will make sure that that we can that we can face this challenge of, of decarbonization in the, in the best possible way. And the team that you have put together in your time here, you know, they'll they'll carry the baton. Yes, yes. <laughs> the team you. is the team is in, in good hands, and and yeah. uh, but uh, of course, uh, to to this team alone will not be able to uh, to solve the the whole challenge. So we also need to to see how we can grow that 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 part of Cloudness. Just before we, we finish it up, do you have any last pearls of wisdom for, for our uh, listeners? Yeah, um, so I think when, when people talk about decarbonization of shipping, uh, there's a lot of focus on technology development. So, okay, when will the ammonia engines be ready? Uh, or uh, how can we make sure that we uh, have more efficient solar cells or, or any other renewable sources for the energy needed in the industry and so on. So there's a lot of a lot of uh, work going into that, and and that that's right. We need the technology to to mature to to solve this. But but uh, decarbonizing decarbonizing shipping is just as much about collaborating and and through uh, new ways of working together uh, make uh, make this happen uh, because it's 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 technically it's possible, but it's just going to be uh, a challenge to get everyone to align on on uh, decarbonizing uh, shipping, and to, in order to do that, we need to raise the competence in the industry. We need to to uh, have people put uh, like, uh, put their the necks out for for going a little bit uh, faster than than maybe what's required for them uh, on a regulatory wise, and so on. So it's a lot about just getting this industry to move together towards a common common goal here. And so then that's really what we are trying to do in in uh, Zero Lab and in, in Cloudness as well. So. So although we have a lot of uh, knowledgeable people working on the technology development elsewhere, uh, some also need to focus on, on, on more the business models, the collaboration part of all this. Collaboration, that's, yeah. that's your yes. final takeaway. Good. Thank you, uh, Martin. Thank you to our listeners as well for following us on this episode. And remember to, to stay tuned for, uh, for more from Futurebound. If you have any suggestions of topics we can cover, let us know. Thank you, Danny. Take care, Martin. Thank you.